Hello there and welcome to the latest episode of our video shorts, Live Music and Me, where we talk to some of our friends and guests uh, around their live music and their gig memories. Today's guest is uh, Robert Hodgins, aka Bobby Bluebell, and I hope you enjoy this one. All the best now, stay safe. Hi Bobby, how are we doing? Good, thanks Brian, good to see you again. And you mate, and you, you ready to do Live Music and Me? Yep. Okay, mate, let's do it. So, the first gig that you went to? Well, the first gigs we really went to were at, were at school, you know, they had a school circuit, some of the bands like um, uh, Tear Gas, I think they became Alex Harvey, and then um, I think they were GSD band, it was one of them, uh, Salvation, which became Slick this year. They had bands like that playing around Glasgow, they did covers. I remember going to see a band called Otto Von Jock in a place called The Beer, Taylor, I think, just across from Central Station every Saturday afternoon. That's kind of like one of the first things. But the first real gigs in big venues were things like uh, first one I went to that uh, I bought a ticket for was Elton John at Kelvin Hall, and then um, and then then me and my friends, Johnny O'Hara and Frank Burns, people like that from Lures, we went to lots and lots of gigs. You know, we went to nearly every gig you could get at Green's Playhouse. Uh, like Electric Ballroom is another place and uh, we stood the garage in Sucky Hall Street. But we went to, in those days, 10, 11 years old going to gigs was, was was a really common thing, especially especially Green's Playhouse, you know. So, um, yeah. I, think I, saw, I remember seeing Stones and Goat's Head Soup Time, Alice Cooper Skills Out, Bowie, when he was Ziggy, Roxy Music, I mean, but things also mixed among that too was ELP and Hawkwind, you know, and yeah, there wasn't really... It wasn't really a, a, a cool kind of like um, band, if you get my drift up. It's just exciting to go see anybody, really. Yeah, absolutely. I'm no doubt we'll come by to a couple of those. So what was yeah. the uh, what was the last gig you went to? That wasn't us. That wasn't, you weren't playing that, yeah. Good question, actually. Um, I think it was Orchids uh, uh, um, yeah. in Southside, Glad Cathy. Uh, good venue, good band as well. Yeah, yeah, great band. I love them a lot. Yeah, absolutely. Um, gig that most surprised you, good or bad? It's the most surprised me. Uh, I'm trying to think actually what, what that was. Some you went to and you know, I, I would say, um, yeah, I, I would say that obviously you just died. The, the, the Burt Bacharach one at Kelvin Grove, I was just surprised at how, how emotional and it, it wasn't anything to do with his age. I think it had more to do with. The absolute wave of affection that was heading towards him from the from the stands, you know, like, and I think the affection coming back. I mean, that I know we've, it's been mentioned already, but he didn't sing a lot of the songs. But once he did sing, he's not a singer, of course. Um, really struck home. You know, like he sang Alfie, he sang um, uh, uh, "House Is Not Home," and um, you know, I think um, they were the ones that that, that really struck the chords, you know, but. I think most of the gigs at Kelvin Grove at that period of time were, were just wonderful events. I think, I think yeah. it, if the sun's going down and, and the music's lights are coming up, it's a really special place, you know? Yeah, it is. I agree with that entirely. I've seen a bunch myself, mate. They're all great. Um, first gig that you went to with a partner? With a partner? You mean like a girlfriend, you mean? If that, yeah, that's what it was, yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I guess it would be... I mean, it's really funny to think of... of I mean, I guess... Like, the, a, like a date gig, that kind of idea. Well, I, I mean, 
my first real girlfriend was really Siobhan, I guess, you know, right? Because, um, but, and then the first thing she took me to as a gig was actually Top of the Pops, and they were on it. So <laughs> I remember <laughs> things like, uh, That's not bad. It was Shalimar, and I remember the biggest thing that struck me was, um, was Captain Sensible. He was number one in the charts at the time. I remember just thinking, he was absolutely magic. I mean, at Top of the Pops, you can really tell the people who, I think when you watch TV, who, who are really elated to be there. He was one of them, you know. It was a great song and a great performance, you know. And I just think, it, I mean, but gig-wise, we, as a partner, we spent a whole time going to gigs. I mean, I remember we went to see nearly every, every Dexy show that was happening at the time. Siobhan's sister was um, was a part of that Come On Eileen video. She was Eileen in it, you right. know. So yeah. Kevin was a big friend of, of, of our group at the time, you know. Fantastic. Um, so a gig, a good gig or a great gig that you had a ticket to, but you missed? I don't think, I'm a, I mean, to, I don't mean to be daft, but a lot of gigs, when you're in the music business, you're, you're going to the gigs anyway, if you, if you understand what I mean, you're, you're a guest or, or, or promoters, you know, get you in and things. So I think, I haven't, I can't remember really, there's gigs I wish I'd, I'd, I'd been to, but I mean, but I can't think of, I missed them, do you know what I mean? I think it's yeah. Either let, we, we were on tour or, or... Let me ask you that then. What about a bucket gig in the past that you wish you'd got to? Oh, so many. I mean, I guess you have Give to us a couple. things like the Beatles, and but especially the Velvet Undergrounds. But, um, I mean, I was actually at a gig I wish I'd watched now. I was, I was at the Simple Minds when they supported Steel Pulse at, um, at, uh, at the Satellite City, and, and Orange Juice were on it as the new Sonics, and James King was on there as the Backstabbers. But... Being being the uh, idiot I was, I didn't I didn't I went I went just to see Simple Minds, so I got in there quite late. I didn't, I didn't even care there was other bands on the bill because I was friends with Baby Henderson. He was doing the sound and Jane. He was uh, the delights for them and things. And yeah. and so I wish I'd got I wish I'd gone. Obviously, the hindsight, I wish I'd seen you Sonics before they became honest. Just you know, I think the fact they became honest just that night. I think maybe oh. straight after that gig or, or pretty much that night. But again. That would that would be one, you know. The gigs that there's gigs that that was that, and people seem to think that that were fantastic. Like um, we went to see the Verve in um, Oasis, the Cat House, and um, it, that sounds like a legendary gig. But it just I just remember having it was just seeming to be like a massive noise, you know. <laughs> nothing against noise, I mean, but it wasn't their fault. But I remember yeah. it was an incredibly big PA for such a small venue, you know, and, and like yeah. I, I, that happened before I went to see Sanom. Uh, at the sub club and they were fantastic but you're physically sick because the, the bass is so low and the frequency was just really destroying your innards man you know but uh, I like live music but that, that was a really uh, I mean, that, that may actually be in the garage that, not the garage might be stereo that one but uh, the, yeah but uh, the volume was, was pain inducing you know yeah it can be um, what what were the best support act that you've ever seen Oh, good question again. I mean, uh, you'd have to go. I mean, I, people would say things like "Subway Set." I guess you know, like uh, I can't remember them actually headlining a gig that I saw. That, but um, I mean, we were a good support band, to be honest. We supported, <laughs> we supported a lot of orange juice and all the images, and and uh, I mean, in fact, all the images are good. And I remember going to see them with the Banshees at Tiffany's, and I thought they were way better than. Than the Banshees, you know, I like the Banshees, but I thought all the images, all the images for a period 
of time. They were still great, I mean, but for a period of time, when Caesar was in the band, you know, and they were just starting, they were a fantastic band. I mean, mm. I mean, mm. I mean, I know they're, they're, they're dubbed as the Banshees, but I don't think they're anything like the Banshees. They're, they were more like the Buzz Cults for me, you know, a more, more. They were they were really inventive, you know. They had long instrumental passages. They had they had. I mean, the first time I saw all of images, Claire wasn't really singing a lot. Jimmy, mm, yeah, the back of the stage with another girl, and they there was a kind of like they 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 really the guitar into play. I mean, I mean, I don't want to. I mean, like television for me, you know. There was a lot of there was two guitars, both played lead lines. You know, the bass was really. I mean, way ahead of its time. I, yeah. I, I think you know, and, and the drums. It was, it was very. Um, I know bands like you, other Joy Division, were going, but there was, there was a lot more Manchester in the band than there yeah. was. I think, I think Banshees. You know, they, they were a fantastic band. They, they just, I remember, I probably saw them every gig they played. I went with them on all the trips, even the first session, the first um, one pure session they did. I went down with that. Bobby Gillespie was with us as well, of course. You know, and then uh, so they, they. they they, they were, I mean, they, I, I couldn't have been in a band of images, but when I saw when Orange just came along, it really triggered something in me that I wanted to be in a band. So I, I, yeah. I would thank all of the images for, for um, getting into the music business and I thank all of Orange just for making me want to, to be in a band, even though all of the images got me my first band, the Ox Fan Warriors, their, their um, manager, Jerry, took me down and they were already all there, the, the guitar player, the bass player, the drummer. The singer Alicia, you know, so um, that was a brilliant thing to do for a friend, I think. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, what about a gig that you missed the last bus or train home for? Uh, I was, well, again, must, was, be a, must be a few, right? We were lucky. I mean, even when we were going to the bungalow, you know, like in Paisley, which Paisley. I was yeah. going home, is uh, Alan had a car, Jerry McElhone had a car, Kirsty had the car from Ten Commandments. So there's always, you're always getting a lift there and always getting a lift back, you know. I mean, Jerry, yeah. Jerry, again, my friend, all the images manager, he never drank, so he always had his car, right. so he was always, and he, he went, we, me and him went to, I mean, a million gigs together, you know, the gigs that stand out at that period of time, of course, are the ones at the Tech, you know, Dexies at the Tech, obviously the fall and the cramps, and there's a kind of like mini riot at it, you know, mm -hmm. really exciting, the Tech was a really exciting venue, I still, I still see Paddy, who was the Ents guy there a lot, you know, it's funny you think of the ex-guys from that time, Mark Mackey at the QM, he's now regular, Paddy at, at, at the Tech, you know. We first met Andy Weddle, he was the um, the ex guy at the at the uh, Regents Park College, you know, uh, and then, so you meet all these people and years later they're in the music business, they start yeah. off as, you know, university or, or college and they're obviously into music right away, you know, and then years later you meet up with them and, and it's, well, or they always help you through your through your uh, your band life. You know, they always try to help help you. But this great thing here. Yeah. yeah, it's fantastic. What fantastic! What about um, the gig that you travelled the furthest to go to, or to see someone? I mean, I, I guess. Uh, well, again, it, it's more legging for me. You know, like I'll, I'll be with Texas everywhere. You know, like from Paris and you know, like and, and you know, Spain. You know, places I'll go with them. Gigs, you know, even even back then when it was all the images, even with ours, just you know, what's going yeah. with them, lots of gigs that they played. But um, the furthest gig, what be your mates anywhere in the car that you's you's jumped to? No, I mean, it, no, it's, it's it's such a. I mean, it, we obviously we were 
because I was, I, I mean, like, all the guys were in, you know, to, I mean, Edinburgh was a, I mean, before we, you know, like Glasgow kind of exploded, Edinburgh was the place to go, you know, Valentino's yeah. and, you know, the nightclub. I mean, and again, their promoters, you know, I mean, um, they were fantastic, Alan Campbell and things. I, th- I thought, I always thought Edinburgh had a kind of slightly more, Respect more a mystique going to Edinburgh. It's such a great city to go to, you know, at night time it's so gothic and, and dark, yeah. you know, and to but we were get again the same thing. You there was always someone going there in a car, you know, or you were in a van, the band that were playing, or, or your band were actually playing there, you know. But yeah. um I think who I mean it's funny being in a band because I mean I mean, we went to, we went to be fair. The last one I, I could just remember there was a we went, we all went to Dublin to see a uh, <laughs> we all went to Dublin in the green and the green to uh, <laughs> see uh, Leonard Cohen meet me, my, my girlfriend, and my friend Sandy from more and more, and Colin Beatty, the owner. We all went over to yeah. Dublin and uh, in, in that. At park, you know, and, and that was a great, a great trip. But the, the trip was as much fun as the Leonard Cohen concert. You, if you get my drift, yeah. Leonard Cohen was was amazing, you know. Yeah, but it was part of the whole trip, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And any talking about great gigs, any bucket list gigs that you're still waiting to see, like anyone you've not saw that that you want to see? And obviously, you. I mean, I mean, it's a. It's funny. I mean, like I've been to things like Glastonbury, Texas, and things too, you know. And that—that's an experience. But again, it's an experience for you in that bubble, you know. They're they're on the main stage. You've got your artist compound at, at the back. I mean, kind of like it's like I like festivals. I really liked. I really liked doing the rabbit hole. I know it had I had problems, but my boy Ruben had the best time of his life there with his friend, you know. And yeah, and festivals like that. I mean, if you're involved in a festival. It's a fantastic thing, yeah. you know. I don't know if I, I don't know if I'd like to go to a festival just for the sake. I've done it, you know, like like at tea in the park and things and all that stuff. And you never leave the bar, really, you know. <laughs> the whole thing. I mean, it's a bit like it's a bit like golf in it. You go and play at Andrews, but you can't wait to get in the bar afterwards, you know. <laughs> Absolutely. What would the what would be the best gig that you were at as a performer? As a performer, we, we, we did the one I remember the most. We we did a thing with uh, Roxy Music and the. Uh, in Barcelona, and it's like sort of like a half million people there in the street. It was a whole, and they had like five PA staggered sound wise. Nothing to do with us, of course, but um, but we were on the bill, and and that that was a really ex- exciting moment. And and then I, I think we went to see Texas, me and my friend Mark, and and um, at, at, at Arbor Hall, and they, they got us the spots with a butler, you know, and <laughs> and the, I mean, the gig was fantastic, but. That's not a lovely thing for them to do. That my, I took my daughter to, you know, so it was like, it, 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 do you know what I mean? You understand that the experience is always enhanced by who you're, who you're with, you know. Of course, and, yeah. And, and, you know, it, they, they didn't tell us they were going to do that, you know, and, and my daughter just thinks that that's my everyday life, you know what I mean? Like, you know, like, <laughs> you know. Of course, it, of course. Like that, man, you know, yeah. <laughs> and, and talking about great venues, what would your favourite live music venue be? I, 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 I go with Kelvin Grove at the moment, you know, I, I, obviously, but for me, it's not, it doesn't exist anymore, obviously, it's, it's Green's Playhouse, the Apollo, we played there ourselves with here a couple of hundred, and uh, to be on that stage, I mean, I was always crying from the minute on stage to the minute I left, because you, you just see yourself, do you know what I mean? You see yeah. your friends, you know, Keith 
eleven year old, you know, and he's and I remember like I remember the gigs. I remember like just the buzz of being there, like you purples and you know, and your thin Lizzie's but the clash one when I was at college, I remember like this is the most exciting night of my life. I mean, me yeah. and my friend Tam Tam Quinn went for that and and you know the it's a big mess, the Greens players. And the thing is, what you what you miss as you get older, but obviously we go to gigs now and it's all people our age. I mean, mm-hmm. like, yep. there's something exciting about not knowing anybody in the whole yeah, crowd. Yeah. You know what I mean, right? And and all being the same age and you're thinking, that time in Glasgow was a really strong gang culture, you know? And yet there was no gangs in there, if you get my no. twist. Every, no, no. You didn't know where you were going to sit. You know, you, you were with, everybody around you was just... It, it was just almost a religious experience, you know. And I was saying that for any of the bands. I mean, like, first time I ever saw a woman naked was Hawkman, you know what I mean? Like, you know, like, I mean, like, <laughs> it was, it, it, the thing is, it made a, I mean, I know it sounds really trivial, right, you know, or even hating, man, but it's still, if, if you're 11 or 12, you know, like, yeah, like, is she taking her clothes off or not? <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Maybe, maybe she didn't. Maybe I just imagined. <laughs> but, but oh, you know, and, and it's yeah. like, in fact, I was playing the Hawkwind record the other day there, man. And like, yeah. Did you get flashbacks? Like, well, not really, but I was just thinking <laughs> how, how proud I was to have that record, you know, when I was yeah. at school, because it, fold, it was one of those fold-out records with a book inside it and the whole, and obviously... There's not there's not any really a song on it, you know. I mean it's 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 a bit yeah. like Michael Pink Floyd. I mean to think that 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 you know as, as soon as you, as soon as a needle hits a record, it's a, you know, you are gonna get flashbacks of gigs, you know what I mean? You're gonna get I mean it's it's I mean it's it's strange how we're all in an age where everything's recorded, you know, or you can record everything you do, you, you your your phone tells you every, every minute where you've been. But but the real memories are the ones that you get wrong and you get majestic ones yeah, that, that, yeah. that you know I love it when you when I meet people and, and you like from school or your old friends and you talk about things and you realise that a detail you think is so burned in your memory was wrong. Oh, <laughs> but I, slightly wrong or, or wrong enough, right? Or, or their memory's just different. Do you know what I mean? Like you know yeah. like, so these are the things that I, I remember coming back from the we, we queued up all night for uh, tickets for the Rolling Stones gig and we lived in, well, I lived next to Bellaston Park, we lived in Port, we went to Lourdes. Yep. I remember it was, you bought tickets at the Third Eye Centre and we, and we walked here and we walked back. They opened, luckily for us, they opened the ticket desk early, about three or four in the morning, because it was so cold and the queue was so big. And then we walked home and we were we got to Bellaston Park about half five, six o'clock in the morning. I lived across the road, we came to the top of the hill and we yep. six of us sang, hey, hey, you, you, oh, yep. and, and the, the echo came off. The houses back to the hills. I remember sitting there thinking, "This is just like the great. This is the greatest life you could ever lead. Ever lead, you, <laughs> mean, you know. And, I mean, yeah. and it really was. It really was, you know. Yeah, and was I haven't asked this one before. Greens and the Soka Polo was that the highest stage that you ever played on? I would say so. I mean, yeah, you, we didn't. They go near the edge of the stage, man. But does it, does I, it feel I, as high as a performer as it does when you're looking up? Yeah. yeah. It's, 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 the thing about it, which is really reminds me a lot of Kevin Grove, is the thing about Kevin Grove is, and the Apollo, you see all the faces right in front of you, like a, t- a giant screen, TV screen. Remember when we first played Kevin Grove? I couldn't look up because I knew every, every person. <laughs> 
in the audience. You mean like yeah. you know, and it's it's quite daunting. Your your concentration really goes. You know what I mean? Whereas you got if you're if you're if you, most times on stage you're looking down at people, so you can you, I mean keep your eyes straight ahead. You know you're just yeah. seeing a wall. You yeah. know on the mixing desk, but at the Kelvin Grove. It is like this is your life, man, you know? <laughs> Absolutely. I managed to get the last gig at the Apollo, actually. Um, so when would that have been? 85 or something? Council. Council, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And saw the jam as well when they did their farewell tour and all that. It's got a lot of memories for me, for sure. Saw the jam at Chicago's, believe it or not, in, in uh, St. Enoch's. I mean, like, that's when you... you, you would, a, lot, a lot of times in those days, you were doing things on your own, you know? You, yeah. You, I remember going to nightclubs and all man. Like that's how bizarre, you know, like life was back then. And and underage stuff was just rife in Glasgow, man. You know, I mean, there yeah. was every boys twelve, and by the time I was twelve, I can't even begin to tell you the things that, that, that were, <laughs> were yeah, going we, on. You know, I mean, we, I mean, like no one took us to school. No one came and picked us up. You know, I mean, from the first day, you know, my dad was a night shift. My mum was Italian. She was she had four kids. I mean, it was it was just not possible. You know. Yeah, me too, mate. Me too. Couple of tough, couple of tough ones to finish. Um, yeah. Your favourite ever gig that you went to? Oh well, I mean, I've already mentioned the first all the images gig, which which I did put and Banshees one. I would say my favourite gigs ever of of involved orange juice, really. You know, like I mean the the Dexys one and and the Cramps one, but the, but the orange juice ones at the start when I first started going to see them and and and. Like the music, the songs were magic, but the the, the on stage chat, you know, the the, the humor from Edwin and, and James, especially Edwin, was phenomenal. You know, like it it, it was um, I, I mean, it was just there was just such a buzz the whole the whole yeah whole time and like um, the, I mean the way they look the, the guitars, you know, that that uh, James's guitar sound. All of them, you know, I mean, that there was it was a real um, and another band I've got to mention at, at that same time was Simple Minds too. When when the I just went through the week at the Mars Bar, and I I, I, I I'm glad we're having a, a, a massive reappraisal because they were fantastic. Yeah. I mean, at, at that stage, I mean, it, I mean, Cyclic Fuzz was another one I would I would rave about at the start, you know, at Bungalow Bar to see Cyclic Fuzz. You know, and to see the bunny men there and teardrop explodes there at the start of their careers. Human League, Human League, I couldn't believe how, how good how good they were. But um, but and again, personality wise, I mean, I had a fanzine, you know, and, and like so I was getting to meet all these people, you know what I mean? Like and years later, it's great still to be friends with people in my yeah. colour and things, you know, but but at, at the time the what struck me the most was the charisma of all these people, Edwin. You know, obviously Claire and you know Jim Kerr, you know, they they mm. all it was like the 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 I guess the just charm oozed out of them, man. I mean, but mostly it was just you thinking they really believe well Bobby Gillespie's always had it too, you know, they really believe in what they're what they're they're doing, you know, and there's no doubt in their head that, that they could be doing they should be doing this. And that's quite inspirational, yeah. you know. Yeah, absolutely. And one one to finish then, uh, one live album that we should all own. Oh, that would be the Velvets, uh, like 69, or, or Max Dish Kansas City. In fact, any live Velvet albums would be, are, 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 are just get even bootlegs. I mean, I, I, it's funny how important 
that last six to nine album was to the whole kind of postcard scene at the time, you know, um, that it's the songs on it that you wouldn't expect that really inspired you. It wasn't the, the noisy, you know, or the, or the riff-driven ones. It was over you, you know, it was like... Yeah. Uh, uh, it's, it's you know it was sweet nothing you know it, it was yeah. it was the it was the it was the intimacy of his voice in, in a small venue you know that really uh, I don't know made you want to pick up a guitar I guess or, or I mean we all, we all I like fast catchy songs but when you listen to the Velvets and Pure Blue Eyes and Jesus and you hear mm-hmm. them and you hear them live or Sweet Jane the way he did Sweet Jane so differently from the version unloaded. You know, it reminds me a lot of things like, you know, when you hear that John Lennon wrote Help as a slow ballad and they made yeah. him they made him speed it up to yeah. be a hit single. I'd love to hear the slow ballad version. <laughs> you know, it's funny, have, have you heard have you heard Taylor Submarine, the original version of that? I that's have. Something. I have indeed. And you think, yes. Wow, that's such a beautiful song, you know. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. it's a slow before they got into the whole the whole I always thought that was a kind of McCartney song, and it's a John Lennon song, you know. That's and right, yeah. He's where I was born, yeah. you know. And it sounds dead sad. Yeah. Do, do you and think? It, do you think the help? Do you think the help version would have sounded like the Tina Turner version of it? That one was that the help, the help version. Help, yeah. I've not heard her version of it. No, I think it would have sounded more like the belt. I think it would have been. Like, oh, right. Yeah. So much younger. Than yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. you can imagine that it's just sounding like a real haunting, haunting male. He's he's. John Lennon's got a fantastic sense of melody, you know. Yeah, he has, mate. Yeah. And the Velvets is Bob on, absolutely. Yeah. Fantastic. That's us, um, Bobby. Uh, no worries. Very much some cracking memories there, and um, really appreciate your time, mate. And thanks. Oh, at any time. I always enjoy your show, Brian. Thanks a lot, Rob. Really no appreciate worries. that. Catch you Thank soon. You, Take man. care. All the All best. Right, bye-bye. 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 bye-bye.